this is the in focus podcast from the hindu hello and welcome to the hindus in focus podcast in late october the competition commission of india levied penalties exceeding rupees 2000 crore totally across two cases on google for what it called google's anti competitive practices one was to do with what uh, cci felt was google's abuse of its dominant position in the mo- mobile ecosystem it said that mandatory pre installation of the entire google mobile suite with no option to uninstall the same and their prominent placement amounted to imposition of unfair condition on device manufacturers in the second case cci said making access to the play store dependent on mandatory usage of google play billing system for paid apps and in app purchases was one sided and devoid of any legitimate business interest a third complaint that the cci is currently reviewing is against google for allegedly denying market access to smart tv makers who do not enter into licensing agreements with the tech giant to share his views on the topic we have with us today rahul singh associate professor nlsiu bangalore who teaches competition law and policy regulation wto and jurisprudence professor rahul singh thank you so much for sparing time to be with us today really appreciate your being here thank you very much bharat i'm delighted to be here so uh, the context for today's conversation being uh, the competition commission of india's action against google in two different cases they've levied a total exceeding rupees 2000 crore uh, one was on the android os and the other was on the play store uh, uh, related issues that cci seems to have found objectionable would you see this as a natural flow on or flow on for google because google has faced some similar or almost identical problems with regulators around the world or do you think is there anything specific to india that you see here so bharat if i understood your question correctly you are asking because of the cases which are ongoing against google in other jurisdictions is it a natural flow that there is a case in india or is it something different is that what you are that asking? is right okay so let me actually then address this so it's it's absolutely right to suggest that google as a company has been facing what the americans call the antitrust cases and what across the atlantic in the eu call the competition cases and therefore in that sense uh, i don't think it's a surprise for google as a company to see that jurisdictions like india have also launched cases against it having said that i mean one should not really just confine oneself to the us and the eu there are of course you know cases against google in other jurisdictions as well like south korea australia but you know even so one must also emphasize one point over here that while we hear about cases against google from different jurisdictions we do not really have an international competition law as of today each of these jurisdictions whether it is us or the eu for india they have a domestic competition law and in some context the goals the purposes of these competition laws might uh, vary and at times they may also conflict with each other and that's a note which i think we should bear in mind while we see this as a natural progression against google let's say in terms of proliferation of cases in different jurisdictions so that's interesting you know you juxtaposed uh, you know domestic local laws with international competition law so you also mentioned the word conflict 
you think there could be areas where you know correct me if i'm wrong that's why i'm asking this where if i were an international company in india and i could be following international competition laws but not necessarily complying with some uh, local laws is there a conflict there uh, any examples or elaboration that you'd like to make yes so for instance let's say the purpose of the european union's competition law is to ensure that uh, there is a market integration or in other words one can suggest that you know the european union emerges as a common market and that's the goal that the european union's competition law has now in indian context see india is already a common market because as per the constitution of india india is one economy it's not separate economies consisting of 30 different states which is slightly different from the european union because the european union's normative ideal is to emerge as a common sort of a market so sometimes what may happen is that the european union might deal with cases in order to encourage that kind of a market integration and let's say for for any multinational corporation i mean while we are talking about google it could be any other multinational corporation which complies with let's say market integration ideals in the eu context it might not necessarily be a good thing for a country like india or even for the country like the us because the goals here might be different to ensure that there is a consumer welfare and the term consumer welfare in competition law is understood slightly broadly to understand three different things consumer welfare is understood as uh, lower prices and then it's also understood as uh, wider choices meaning that the uh, output increases and then uh, there is a third element to consumer welfare which is that the product quality should improve because of competition now a jurisdiction like the eu which is interested in market integration might compromise on let's say one of these three elements of consumer welfare whether it is low prices or let's say higher output or higher quality because they they might want to prioritize the idea of market integration but given that in indian context we don't have to worry about market integration it might not necessarily be a good idea to think about what eu has done specifically that's very interesting uh, professor in the first instance the competition commission of india had levied 1337 crore on google for what it called google's abuse of its dominant position in the mobile ecosystem it said that mandatory pre installation of the entire google mobile suite with no option to uninstall the same amounted to imposition of unfair condition on device manufacturers that's on the one side some quarters also understood this ruling to mean that you know there are other tools that compete with google that we are disallowed from using and looks like you know that is not entirely accurate because i did uh, try it on my android uh, os my mobile phone and within google's play app store i was able to spot uh, yahoo search and the installation button was there so uh, if i chosen to i could have installed a search engine that was not google's so any color any nuance you'd like to uh, add to this uh, you know probably throw in some context for the ruling no i mean it's good that you know from what i hear from you you try to use it and that's very interesting because you will get a better sense of what is the impact on the user right so there are two penalty orders the one that you are referring to is slightly more technical in nature because it's talking about the apis and all and then the other order is about some 936 crores see both of them are concerned about the mobile what is called the mobile ecosystem now the moment we have a smartphone i mean you have an android phone so you are exposed to the google's mobile ecosystem 
but there are competing phones of course you know many people might be using let's say iPhones in which case they don't have to worry about the android ecosystem right they are looking at the app store which apple has developed so i mean and you are right bharat that you see one of the issues is about let's say on this whether it is android or apple app store is it possible to let's say put an app which is somehow not been blessed quote unquote blessed by uh, either google or apple and that term is called side loading can you side load an application which somehow has not been blessed by either google or apple now of course we are not talking about the apple case yet because that's still pending but given that you know the commission has held against google for similar set of reasons i think apple needs to be careful too as to what is in store for itself at the commission but side loading is an issue which crops up in these orders and the commission says that you know it's not very easy to side load and google has somehow made it difficult for people to side load and i suppose when they are saying all of these things what are they really concerned about uh, so you said that you know the example that you used for yourself was to use a search engine and you said rightly that it allowed you to go to a yahoo search unfortunately commission does not do this sort of a test what it does is it relies upon third parties and their statements one of the third parties quite curiously to my mind which appears in both cases is uh, paytm or sometimes the order refers to them as 197 which is the corporate name of paytm and in both cases while there are there are several other third party statements which the orders rely upon paytm seems very seems like a common element between the two orders and paytm says that see i mean we find it very difficult to operate through the uh, mobile ecosystem that google has and it, to me it seems like the commission is very concerned that you know maybe paytm a company like paytm or 197 which is seen as a domestic quote unquote uh, indian company as opposed to google which is multinational corporation and it seems like the commission at least to me it seems like that the commission is adopting a very deferential approach towards the statements made by uh, companies like 197 or paytm and they're giving credence to it they are when paytm says they find it very difficult to side load the commission believes them and therefore the commission feels okay going ahead with uh, imposing a very heavy monetary penalty oh that indeed is a curious case but considering that um, you know obviously we look at the quantum of penalty and then juxtapose it against the seriousness of misdemeanor or crossing the line uh, considering that you know this is uh, you know one case that we talked about is 1300 crore the other is 936 crore 936 for the place to happen that we get into that considering that such a quantum of penalty has been levied leave alone what the defendant can afford to that's another question altogether but considering the quantum is pretty high do you mean to say that the verdict has been given without applying adequate mind to the problem at hand bharat i think you you are on to something very critical about the two orders and i would uh, not only suggest that you know the penalty is very high and might be seen as a miss but i mean one thing is very clear between the two orders that it will not stop at the competition commission this case cannot stop at the competition commission there is an obvious appeal which will go to the national company law appeal tribunal which is the appeal body for all the competition cases the moment you impose such a hefty penalty uh, it's very likely that it will be appealed 
and not just at the appeal tribunal we are also looking at maybe an appeal at the supreme court regardless of whoever wins at the appeal tribunal and then it basically means that we are looking at another decade or so before there'll be any finality on what is it that google did or did not do and given that it's a technological space which changes drastically within just a couple of years if we are thinking about half a decade or decade i i think one of the things that the two orders might have to contend with is that by the time the supreme court hears all of these matters a lot would have changed in the technological landscape and therefore i would i think that you know what you are suggesting is that you know there is something amiss in the orders and there is indeed i think they also don't really appreciate the future course which the case is supposed to take and therefore you know they don't necessarily deal with uh, what is it that the immediate problem is what is it that the commission can do in order to enhance any kind of consumer welfare element if they had those in mind i think they seem to be very guided by as i said in the response to earlier questions the concerns of some of the domestic companies like paytm or 197 and they seem to have uh, adopted a very pavlovian sort of approach i suppose the commission had to begin with thought that they will impose a penalty nothing could change their mind not a single argument could change their mind and they went ahead and imposed a very hefty penalty and if you permit me bharat there is one legal point which is slightly technical but it emanates out of the question that you mentioned sure so and that is the technical bit about law is that you see google was also penalized once earlier by the competition commission way back in i think 2015 or 2016 i forget the exact year and mr ashok chavla was the chairperson at that point of time and you see i mean at least the commission at that point of time took a pragmatic view while they imposed the penalty given that there were multiple cases going against google what they did was they bunched all of the cases together and they imposed one penalty now what commission has done in 2022 and i'm not sure bharat if you know this both of these orders came close on the heels of the chairperson's retirement one of them is uh, written on the day of his retirement which is 25th of october 2022 so it looks like the chairperson was retiring he was in a hurry and i think you know in in that hearing hurry what they also forgot was that uh, they have imposed two different penalties for substantially similar conduct and in law that is seen as uh, i mean while the constitution of india talks about double jeopardy only for criminal cases and this is a civil case to begin with but regardless uh, there is a principle of fairness and you know this is known quite internationally the latin term is non bis in idem which basically means you can't punish somebody twice for the same sort of a conduct between the two cases given that both the cases are about the mobile ecosystem my expectation is that when it goes to appeal the idea of non bis in idem will become very central to what has happened with google and that may I mean that kind of a procedural error might jeopardize i suppose the commission's uh, reasoning which it has adopted to impose such a hefty penalty over to you bharat thank you that was uh, pretty elaborate and yeah we've heard of this term double jeopardy thanks to a movie that came about on the criminal side like you said this is civil oh yes yeah that's very interesting that was the first time i understood what that of you know phrase meant so i'm going slightly on a tangent here i'm not uh, i'm going away pulling out from just the case at hand but looking at the structure do you think uh, so a couple of subsets to my question here one if you were part of the commission 
that had the right to levy of penalty or pull people up for anti-competitive behavior, one, what would you have done? And as a subset to that question, if, and I don't know if that is the structure, but my understanding is the FTC, the Federal Trade Commission in the US, looks like they decide, okay, you know, this is how action must be taken on this uh, entity. And they actually appeal to the Supreme Court. So the Supreme Court gives the verdict. And, you know, those cycles of, or the judicial cycles are lessened there compared to what you're saying, like five years, 10 years here. Do you think that would be an easier way, a quicker way of settling issues at hand, saves time both for consumers as well as companies, as well as the Competition Commission of India? Sure. Thanks, Parath. Very Two very interesting questions, and I'll deal with them in sequence. On the first one, assuming that I were the, to be the part of the commission, one thing that I would emphasize is, and this is an argument which is made in the order, I'm not making a novel argument. In both of these cases, Google's counsels do point out to uh, what is called due process, which which can be understood as you know some kind of a fairness uh, in the manner in which commission deals with these cases now what would that fairness be one thing which uh, which strikes me i found it very striking in these two orders is that the director general of the competition commission which is the investigating body it's not really an adjudicating arm seems to suffer from what i can call as a halo effect which meaning thereby that you know it behaves like a deer in the headlights because in the eu context Google's mobile ecosystem has already been found to be violating EU competition law. And therefore, the director general seems to be in a tearing hurry to indicate that. uh, Similarly, one can say that Google has also violated Indian competition law. If I were to be the part of the commission, my my worry is not so much that, you know, I mean, Google lost, somebody else won. I think there is a wider implication here. These kind of orders are read all over the world, right? It's not just about India. It's not just about Indians. Uh, And it's not just that the Google executives and their lawyers will read. Other companies will read too, whether it is Apple, whether it is, let's say, Spotify or anybody else, Amazon, Microsoft, Netflix. They will all read these orders very carefully. And the sense that they will get is that Indian Competition Commission doesn't really worry much about process. And the other sense I think they might infer from this is that there is some kind of a misplaced sense of nationalism going on in India. They are trigger happy against the multinational corporations and they are not so much bothered about, let's say, uh, Indian companies. And that I find very worrisome because I think commission should have uh, placed greater emphasis upon process. Once you are more rigorous on the process and at the end of which you can maybe go ahead, impose the penalty because that is what you believe in all good faith. But because the process has not been adhered to in many of these contexts, my worry is that the the commission's orders will have wider implications in terms of foreign direct investments and the rest of it. On the second leg of your question, which is about the Federal Trade Commission, you are right in your intuitive sense that the life cycle of a competition or antitrust case in the US seems to be much shorter compared to India. But there is one more uh, interesting element about looking at the Federal Trade Commission in the US, which is that the Federal Trade Commission does not have adjudicating power. It's very unlike the Indian Competition Commission. Like Indian Competition Commission in that sense is a judge, jury, and the executioner rolled into one. Federal Trade Commission does not have any adjudicating authority. It only makes recommendations. If it wants to impose penalty, it has to go to a court and convince the court that penalty needs to be imposed. Uh, Google, these two cases, what indicates to me is that maybe 
there is a need for having a something similar in indian context as well where the commission should confine itself to uh, maybe fact finding maybe market analysis maybe doing the research they do not seem to have and this is something which the appeal tribunal had pointed out uh, a while ago when justice singhvi was the chairperson of appeal tribunal uh, justice singhvi had said that you know commission is not an expert body it just consists of retired bureaucrats and they cannot be considered as experts in competition law and i think unfortunately with these two google cases it looks like to me that the commission is proving justice singhvi absolutely right that you know they don't possess that necessary expertise to be interested with uh, these complex antitrust or competition law cases over to you bharat excellent thank you that is a pretty detailed answer so one of the things i wanted to check was to you know step away just from the cases against google and like we talked about south korea you talked about uh, the eu and then uh, in the us as well but us specifically i think uh, facebook and amazon all these tech giants are under scrutiny uh, you know for various cases do you think india is entering a period where we could see such action against multiple tech giants including facebook and amazon do you see a period of activism on the part of plaintiffs saying hey something that's happening that's not fair do you think a lot more of such shaping of opinions is taking place yes bharat i mean that's most certainly true that uh, cases like google will spur a lot of other cases against the tech giants and interestingly in these two google orders what the commission does by the way is that it refers to a house committee report in the us context which uh, you know you may recall the house committee consisted of these democrats in the us who are quite concerned about the emerging uh, powers that the tech companies wield even in the us context and although in the us there is no antitrust order by any court uh, which has imposed the penalty against google or even facebook uh, what the commission does is to rely upon the house committee report to suggest that there is something amiss about these tech companies and given that the house committee in the us context is not confined to google in fact you know these companies are now uh, at one point of time they used to be called gafa and all. now they are just called amma by the way because a double m a incidentally because uh, amazon okay. microsoft meta yeah. <laughs> you know all of these companies alphabet uh, at the end yeah. and so these so called amma companies i suppose uh, will certainly face a lot of scrutiny at the indian competition commission i also believe that there are a couple of cases which are already pending one case which is pending is against uh, facebook uh, whatsapp and all of those the other case which is pending is against apple by the way and therefore i think at least against meta and apple we can be rest assured that the commission is already scrutinizing them i think besides the competition commission bharat and what you said is very equally critical is that what's happening in indian context is that the parliamentary standing committee is also getting very interested because they see the us legislators working on tech issues they they see that you know the us legislators are talking about it so there is a bit of a demonstration effect and people like sashi tharoor and others who who are on the parliamentary standing committee uh, they they have summoned some of these tech companies executives to come and depose before them so one can already see green shoots of how uh, the cases against google will most certainly spur lot many other cases against the other tech companies okay and my next question is generic nothing specific to any uh, large brand names 
But, um, you know, if I were a large company and tech company and I see something happening in the EU or Australia or South Korea, and I say, okay, I'm operating in India. I know that laws are similar here. So let me do the right thing. Or at least even if I don't think it's the right thing, it, it actually inhibits my ability to compete. But I know that the laws are similar here. So let me change my business model to appear, you know, as if I'm complying with the law here. You know, let me not try anything adventurous. I don't know if, you know, that would be the outlook for large companies. And here I'm treading on uh, corporate culture and, you know, feel free to be subjective and qualitative about that. So wouldn't loss of reputation be far more significant a concern Uh, if companies look at, hey, you know, why should I, one, spend so much management time being accountable, answerable, you know, being summoned to these uh, tribunals and so on and, you know, spend time with the law. And or are the business opportunities so much, you know, such that like, you know, we, you know, young parents typically tend to uh, not teach their children this, but the children learn quick enough saying, you know what, forgiveness is easier than permission. So uh, your your penalties are far cheaper compared (laughs) to the business opportunity there. So I just wanted your qualitative opinion on that. Yeah. No, I think that's a very interesting observation you make, Bharat, and, and I can take one example. In fact, it happened in Australia, where the Australian regulators were trying to ask Google to share revenues with the newspapers, the Australian newspapers, yes, yes. because their contention was that you see on the search engine, anyway, you get snippets. Why don't you share some revenue, which is a case going on in India as well. I mean, I suppose it will come at some point of time. But you see what happened in the Australia is very instructive and your child analogy uh, got me thinking because what happened in Australia was Google said, okay, hey, you know, if this is what you want to do, we are not interested in your country. We are withdrawing. We will not operate our search engine in Australia. Now, see, Australia, Australian population is very low and maybe, you know, uh, Google didn't really think that it's a very critical economy. And in Indian context, we do suffer from this illusion sometimes that the Indian economy is very vast. Nobody can ignore it. We don't know whether that's true. I mean, if we keep pushing this envelope too far, maybe at some point of time, reality will hit us that maybe, you know, we have overestimated the importance of our economy. Or maybe it's the other side, which is uh, what you're saying, that maybe reputational costs uh, will matter and companies will change their behavior because after all, they want to do business everywhere. All I'm trying to suggest is that when it comes to corporate culture as well, uh, there isn't really an easy answer. There is There are costs associated with all of these. Right? When you impose a penalty, when you don't impose a penalty, when you impose a very high penalty, there are costs which go much beyond just the orders which are written by the commission. And I think one, one uh, takeaway for me is that I think the commission should think about what could be the consequences of these kind of hefty penalties that they impose? Is the consequence confined to uh, the competition case? Or are there issues with uh, wider, let's say, context, like incentives? Like, you know, if I have to summarize the question that you're asking, what is the incentive on the multinational corporation? Will that corporation comply? Or will that corporation breach it and like the child, just seek forgiveness, maybe pay some penalty? Uh, and pretend that the penalty is just the cost of doing business. I think, see, I mean, one problem with these kind of experimentation is that we are talking about the impact on economy, investments, probably job losses. And sometimes I think it might be a good idea for economies to think through this carefully because COVID has taught us one thing that, you know, you can't take your economy for granted. We cannot assume that Indian economy is just on the upward trajectory 
we are somehow destined to become the greatest economy in the world just like china is i think we we need to sometimes take a step back and see are there implications on the incentives of these uh, companies not just indian companies maybe multinational corporations as well yeah absolutely i couldn't agree more that you know it's a far more complex question than just comparing forgiveness with uh, permission yes, absolutely absolutely, absolutely. I agree with you um, is there anything else you think uh, you would have liked to have dwelt on any gaps in in our understanding that you would have liked to have filled because i've exhausted my list of questions no i th- i think you covered most of the issues which will be of interest to the business folks and i think you you asked the right questions but uh, i didn't think that you Oh, you are not a competition specialist so it's good to speak to you and thank you very much for having me here excellent thank you so much i really appreciate your time uh, you are the expert and we are not so it's so easy to ask questions but at the end of the day the answers matter more than the questions i guess so pleasure having you very insightful answers professor uh, it was truly joyful um, you know interacting with you thank you so much thank you bharat thank you have a good day In Focus will be back soon with analysis of the biggest news issues. In the meantime, you can find our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher and other platforms. Just search for In Focus by The Hindu. We'll see you soon.